Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. My name is Bruce Fisher. They call me Aloha Bruce. Thanks for tuning in. Got a great show for you for this Monday, August 11th, 2014. This is our 696 podcast. We're going to get you all caught up with all the stuff that's been going on in Hawaii and there's been a lot I kind of feel like lately and we've been absent a couple of weeks so I want to get you all caught up. We're also going to tell you about how to describe Hawaii in two words. We had a really fun time on our Facebook page talking about that and I want to share that with you and also have some news as we get through the big show. This broadcast is brought to you by us. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii. We're Hawaii's experts and you can catch us on the web at www.hawaii-aloha.com. If you're in the process of planning a Hawaii vacation, you certainly stumbled across the right place. I'm sure you're going blind looking at all the choices and trying to figure out the best way to plan your Hawaii vacation. And, you know, you can can surf till you drop, you know, uh, uh, and you really can get overwhelmed with everything that's out there. From all the TripAdvisor reviews to all of the Yelp reviews and, and your friends and everybody influencing you. It really can get overwhelming. In fact, we just got—I just got a letter from one of our clients who just really understands and appreciated how much work we did for them. And their friends decided to just do everything on their own. And you know what? It got so messed up for them because they tried to do everything on their own, and they listened to everybody's reviews and advice. You know, that's why we're here. We're here to make the whole thing very easy for you. I'm not going to get into a lengthy plug, but. Let me just ask you to please give us a shot. Give us a try. See if we can help you out. And you know what? We can do it at the right price. We can do price matching. We can beat anything that's out there. And we can really help you have a memorable vacation. So enough said about that. Lots of stuff in the news. I don't know. I'm sure you've heard uh, last week all about the hurricane. We spent basically the whole week last week dealing with two hurricanes that were in our theater, if you will, in our vicinity. Um, I kept looking at these and saying that I didn't think we'd get hit, and uh, of course we didn't. We didn't get a direct hit, but the big highlight got a direct hit from Hurricane Azelle. It hit that area known as Puna area really bad. I mean, it's devastated. And for everybody else in Hawaii, it's fine, but uh, those folks really understand now what it's like to get hit with a hurricane. And you know what's really interesting is that this is the first hurricane ever in recorded history to hit the Big Island. You know, you, you see us out here in in the Pacific, and we are susceptible to hurricanes, but we just don't get very many of them. In fact, all of the hurricanes uh, in recorded history have missed Hawaii, except for Hurricane Aniki back in 92, which was a direct hit and devastated that island. So while you think because we're in this tropical environment, we're susceptible to hurricanes, we don't really get that many. And the only reason we're getting so many now is because of El Nino. This is sort of a scientific weather condition that lends itself to having more hurricanes forming and more tropical depressions forming because of the temperature of the water here in the Pacific during this time of year. In fact, there's a whole slew of other uh, tropical depressions headed our way. But I really wouldn't worry about this. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you the straight scoop. I've been through 10 over 10 or 15 hurricanes in my lifetime. Coming from Miami and Florida, we used to hear hurricanes all the time. So I, I tell you, I'm not a meteorologist, but I can look at these things and tell whether or not it's going to be bad or not. And uh, people really blew it way out of proportion, in my particular opinion. 
Another thing that's been making huge news is our elections. The governor of the state of Hawaii lost, and he's an incumbent, first time an incumbent's ever lost, and ever lost in a primary. So that's how bad he was, or bad people perceive him to be. Neil Abercrombie gets his walking papers from the citizens of Hawaii, and so he will not be coming back, and he lost in the primary. Another Democrat won, and we'll have to wait and see what happens, but it looks like it's going to be an interesting election season. And another thing that happened was for our state senator, two of the people vying for that position, our incumbent, Brian Schatz, and uh, Colleen Hanabusa, both had such a close election that one area on the Big Island who was hit by that hurricane aren't going to be able to vote until today, which is like a week later. And actually Friday, which is going to be like a week later. And there's only like 1,000, 1,500 votes separating those two. So one little di- so they had to postpone the election, and all those folks aren't voting until Friday. So a delayed election for those for, for, for those for that position for the Senate position. So it's going to be interesting to see who wins that. Right now, uh, Brian Schatz is winning, but it all depends on what those people in the Puna district of the Big Island who are who have been hit by the hurricane. It all it all depends on how they vote. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. Lots of other news. The Royal Hawaiian Shopping Center, which is Waikiki's largest complex, was sold for six hundred and ninety-five million dollars. That's almost a half of what over almost a half a billion dollars. And it was purchased by J.P. Morgan Asset Management Company, and they paid a tremendous amount of money for this. In fact, they, they, King Kamehameha Schools, which is the owner of the land, will still own the land. They are just buying everything else. So they don't even own the land. $696 million for this shopping center. It just shows you how much money is involved in this. So, it, you know, and here, so what, what does that mean? That means that we're... we're when you're paying that much money, and I'm going to also talk about another acquisition in a second, that means that they have to put in bigger stores, more high-end stores, charge more rents. So that's what it all 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 boils down to, and it just demonstrates just how valuable this property is in Waikiki. If you haven't been down to Waikiki, you'll you you can't miss this Royal Hawaiian Shopping Center. It takes up about what three city blocks, so you can't miss it. Uh, the Kahala Hotel, which is also known for being one of the most luxury hotels in Hawaii. I love this hotel because it's out in Kahala. It's a little bit outside of Waikiki. So, you know, for those folks who don't want to be in the hustle and bustle of Waikiki because it's so busy, it's a nice alternative and you still can get to Waikiki very easily. The Kahala Hotel sold for $300 million. And it just it boggles my mind. That equates to $887,000 per room. Can you believe that? $887 per room, which inflates the price to a ridiculous amount. And guess what? It is too, It is so expensive. And the reason why they're paying so much money is because they think that... I mean, they, they paid so much money, and because of that, they think that they're going to have to move away from the traditional ownership model because it's not going to support the price that they sold. So what is the new ownership model? Timeshare. So it looks like 
the Kahala, which used to also be called the Mandarin, the Kahala Mandarin, some of you may know it as, as of that, may be also going to timeshare. We're just seeing this all over Waikiki. Pretty soon there won't be any hotel rooms left. We're also seeing that uh, tourism here is at all-time record high. It looks like arrivals were up again 2% in June. And if you look at the numbers where everybody's coming from, just in June, let's say, 96,000 people came from the U.S. West Coast and other places uh, on the West Side. Um, 170,000 people came from the East Coast. And 126,000 came from Japan. And 17,000 came from Canada. So it, it continues to be this, this pattern that we've seen, but it keeps rising. We saw a 1.9% increase in arrivals over last year. So in June there were 711,000 arrivals last year. This year 725,000. And only a slight dip in the amount of money people are spending. So if people ask me all the time how much money should we spend? Well the average person spends about $194 a day. And that includes your hotel room. I mean that does not include your hotel room. And this does not include ship arrivals as well in that and it does include trips to multiple islands. So $194 is about what you end up spending a day. And that's a lot of money, isn't it? I don't think I spend that much money on vacation. But, you know, you, you got to figure that this is this is the aggregate. This is everybody uh, figuring into the picture. Now, where are most people going? It looks like over half of the arrivals are coming to Oahu. 465,000 people. So... Oahu continues to be the most popular island. Um, you know what? I think it's the most marketed island, too. And it's kind of like the easiest island to go to, and especially like for newcomers. And I just, I think, you know, I always recommend Oahu because you know, Oahu has everything every other island has. The only thing we don't have is an active volcano. So it really is a great island to come to. It's the most diverse, I think, of all the islands. The problem is people get too sucked into the touristy things. And they end up go staying, spending too much time in Waikiki, which I don't recommend. You know, uh, Waikiki is okay, but I mean, I wouldn't be spending all my time and energy there, or my money, or my eating there. So I never do that. But anyway, I just feel like there's a lot of things happening here in Hawaii right now. By the way, the Big Island also had an earthquake in the middle of this uh, hurricane. It didn't do any damage or anything, but it just... It just seems like so many things are happening right now. Everything from these hurricanes to the changes in our environment here, uh, the hurricanes uh, is what I'm referring to. And then, you know, there's a lot of national news. Um, Robin Williams passed away. I know that has nothing to do with Hawaii, but there's just a lot of stuff happening. Uh, amongst the current events happening here, I've been having my own conversations on Facebook. And I, I post a lot on Facebook. If you haven't checked out my Facebook page, please check it out. You can get there by going to hawaii-aloha.com slash podcast. And I posted a question up there that I think you'd, you'd like to hear about. It's kind of interesting. And I asked Facebook fans, how would you describe Hawaii in two words to someone who knows nothing about it? And really, the response we got to this question was overwhelming. We had over 130 responses, and each really had their own unique, fun, and quirky way of describing Hawaii. And since 
the responses are quick you know only two words i'm going to share some of them with you guys and i got a lot i got a kick out of it and hopefully you will get a kick out of it if you have some well how would you describe hawaii in two words i'd love to hear what you think as well please drop me a line bruce at hawaii-aloha.com and along those lines you know if you have any question or concern or anything you'd like to know about hawaii i'd be happy to help you out uh, especially if you're working on an itinerary and you need a second opinion and you're looking to save some money maybe maybe i can i can probably help you do that or one of our agents can help you do that so drop me a line bruce at hawaii-aloha.com so here are some of the two-word responses on how people describe hawaii first one beautiful sunsets ancient and humbling hmm like paradise paradise found must go <laughs> like that one must go future address there's another one that's gonna for people who want to move here that's their future address right gorgeous utopia no worries aloha spirit that's a good one love it soul stirring how about that one here's a good one snake free right because we don't have any animals here no lions and tigers and bears no snakes no alligators dream vacation of course that's a good one killer waves for people who are surfers of course life-changing and of course a trip to hawaii can be life-changing can't it recovery discovered Ooh, i like that one that's very creative huh sunshine state wait a minute sunshine state isn't that florida i'm gonna cross that one off pure bliss right isn't it effortlessly effortlessly beautiful wonderful world my sanity you know reading through the entire thread of comments online it's really too easy to see why hawaii is the most popular destination in the world you know paradise and amazing this just goes to show how incredible hawaii really is sometimes living here i i kind of forget about how lucky we are to call these islands home but whenever i do something like this and whenever i bring a question like this to to folks it always reminds me of how lucky we are and i really love this kind of feedback so there's really no reason to procrastinate coming to hawaii you have lots of reasons now and lots of two words to describe what it would be like if you came here on vacation so please uh get involved with us check us out and uh, start making your plans to come to the islands as soon as possible we've got lots of great deals we've got a newsletter uh coming out in the next uh, couple of days with lots of specials in them so definitely check them out and uh, get involved with us you'll be very happy you did that's going to wrap it up for my beautiful wife yelling for all of us here at hawaii aloha travel i'll say aloha and mahalo